Hey, this is your girl, Ash. And it's your boy, Imperator Rosé. And it's that dude called Theory. And this right here is Stop the Foolishness. Where each week, this trio of primos will give you our take on some of the most foolish shit that's happened around the country from this past week. From politics to pop culture, nothing's off limits in this war room. Yo, it sure ain't. So if you're trying to figure out how this country got to this point, become kicking with us each week as we do our best to try and stop the foolishness. Yo, what up, what up? Welcome back to Stop the Foolishness. This is episode 49. 49, baby. 49. One step closer to 50. I know. We almost at that one year anniversary. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get this out the way. Um, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> you might not hear a voice. <laughs> you probably haven't heard somebody. <laughs> We're currently running at uh, 66% capacity today because, <laughs> unfortunately, our very own Ash is out of commission. She is a... Uh, not doing well because unfortunately says caught the bug, the coronavirus. She and, caught the vid. And she uh, got the vid, guys. Unfortunately, she uh is going through it. Uh in all in all seriousness, sis is uh sis is quite sick. Um not dying, though she may feel like she's dying. Uh the she caught probably for uh, most people that I know that have had it, she's probably had the most severe case I've seen so far. Um uh and uh sis wasn't vaccinated so in which case uh <laughs> unfortunately you know she she you know it's her decision you know not not judging you you know sis has a has a reasons and i respect that um but you know for those of y'all that that don't know um we went to puerto rico this past week uh we had a lot of fun uh four of us were vaccinated six of us wasn't or uh, one person was well, seven of us seven of us eight of us went to uh, cause is your mom vaccinated? No, she is not. Okay, but anyway, she should which have is, natural, you know which is beyond me, especially what happened to my dad. Like, yeah, like what the hell? But she should have <laughs> natural right. antibodies because, like, she caught it. So in which case, her white oh, blood should that remember it. Um, so in which case, technically, she's naturally vaccinated. Uh, but essentially, seven of us were pretty much all together all the time. Four of us were fully vaccinated. Three people caught the coronavirus. Four people didn't. I'm gonna let y'all do the math there real quick. All right. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you know, for niggas that's out here like, you know, you know, you got your reasons. I get it. But I'm just saying seven people went to Puerto Rico. Three people weren't vaccinated. Four people went. Three people caught the coronavirus. Four people didn't. Okay. Y'all get, y'all and get. for people and for people that think because my brother, when he got back, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm like vaccinated because I got the shot. And I'm just like, oh, do you take both of them? And has it been two weeks? And nah. like, nah. So for people out there, um, you are second. not fully vaccinated unless you have taken both shots. And after the second shot, you have to wait two weeks. Yeah. After two weeks, you are now considered fully vaccinated. Fully human vaccinated. Being. Yeah. So my brother has taken one of the shots. He still has to take the second. So he's like half vaccinated. Yeah. So he thought that once you just get one shot, you're good. You just got to get some other bullshit. And yeah, I'm straight. Good. Yeah. So take, take no, somebody. that is not true, people. So uh, just make sure that you're getting both shots, and you have to wait two weeks after the second one, and then you're fully vaxxed. So yeah. So he did catch it. Um, yeah. <laughs> he fully vaxxed. 
Yeah, so unfortunately, there's that. But when y'all hear this tomorrow, go ahead, put some positive energy out there into the universe. Put For some sure. birds up there because uh, sis is going through it. Other sis caught it as well. Um, uh, but her and her and her cousin seem to be doing fine. But Ash is really kind of yeah. beat up over here, not dying. But if you were to ask her, she probably feels like she's dying. So in which case, <laughs> there's that. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, welcome back to Stop the Foolishness, y'all. Where every week we bring to you the most foolish stories from the past week. And actually, we had a ton of stuff, but because there's only two of us, I cut it back significantly. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of shit. There's a lot of shit. Yeah. There's a, yeah, a lot of shit. A so, lot of shit. So, so I was just trying to figure out, like, yo, what's really important? What we really need to put on a pod? I ain't trying to have niggas listen to this shit for like two hours and 45 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Because I was all like, damn, I was struggling trying to cut shit out. So, in which case, we still brought to y'all the foolishness, absolute foolishness, man. We're going to talk about that shit. Uh, but with that being said, we didn't get a listen letter this week, but we still fucks with y'all because y'all niggas do listen. So in which case, if you ever do feel like jazzing it up, send us in a listen letter, visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those double listening letters. Also, make sure you follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any place else where you get your podcast from. With that being said, let's go ahead and get to our sponsor here real quick, Miss Toya's Gift of Soul. Hey, Chef Toya here owner and head chef with Toya's Gift of Soul, located in Arlington, Texas. We are your one-stop shop to satisfy your soul. We specialize in oxtails, wings, seafood, and much more. We offer very affordable prices. We cater, meal prep, and we'll even handle your weekly night meals. We will also travel. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Toya's Gift of Soul. Contact me, 469-849-2521. And let Toya's gift of soul feed your soul. All right, y'all know what it is. Y'all think that Dallas, yep. Fort Worth, Arlington, Irving, um, Pflugerville, Flanville, you know, all the other places that sis was naming off randomly last week. Uh his hit hit Miss Toya's gift of soul up. Make sure you get that dope ass uh food. Soul food. All food, yeah. Food, man. She mainly, she mainly do like wings and like seafood bags. So if you're in the seafood bags, yeah. man, make sure you hit her up. With that being said, she's hot right now too. She's hot right now too because she like, man, I got people wanting me to cater and I can't because she got the vid. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So she's hot right now. She's she like, is hot. cutting into my money because <laughs> like every day she was posting some shit about how like somebody else hit her up for like a catering event. So yeah, this is doing quite well for so, somebody just starting out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, for real. Yeah, yeah like man, straight probably. up, like you know, what I'm saying that networking is a motherfucker, man. A lot of people yep. don't think about that shit, but like to be successful especially early at like the more networking you do the better it is you yeah. know what i'm saying so in which case shout out to her you know what i'm saying i'll drop one for six real quick yeah yeah kind of drop one for her. all right cool so let's get into our first story here real quick i've seen this shit everywhere bro like um this is this is a wild story so i'm gonna play a little clip from it and then i'm gonna read an excerpt excerpt from the article here real quick because um when you hear this, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" But um, yeah, this shit happened though. All right, let's get it. Let's get it cracking. Signs of the fire are still fresh at the edge of a wooded area. Six days later, written on one of the cards, "To my sister, I will never forget you." A woman is dead, but for almost an entire day, police believed her body was a mannequin that had been set on fire. Vers 4. 
Sherbrooke's police chief Danny McConnell is giving few details oh. on what happened. Workers on break at this factory called 911 saying they saw someone set fire to a mannequin. Police say when they arrived, the fire was out and all that remained was what they took to be the burnt mannequin. He says they threw it out in this dumpster next to the police station. Four hours later, he says a man called to report his wife missing. Tracking her cell phone, police discovered her car down the street from the fire. That's when police made the connection and removed the remains from the dumpster. You know the general outline of a human body, uh, but without a close look, it's very difficult to separate it from a, a very well done burnt mannequin. It's, it's not unreasonable in certain situations. Now, there's other situations where it would be ludicrous to, to, to misinterpret. The death is considered suspicious and is under investigation. There's another investigation into the police error. Behind all this is a family in mourning. To whom Sherbrooke police offer their apologies. Sarah Levitt, CBC News, Montreal. Okay. So, wow. for, yeah, <laughs> this ain't funny, but I was trying to hold my laugh, bro. It's a whole time, it is, not because she did, not because the person's dead. I know, right? It's but, fucked up, but it's funny, dog. Like, I'm sorry, shut, condolences to this family, man. Yeah, but for real, for real. My god, bro, like, you talking about crazy? Fuck up in the dumpster. Fuck up of the century, nigga. Like, first off, not only that, but like from a crime scene investigative perspective, like nigga, you have like damaged the evidence like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. like, like this shit is now like you don't know what the fuck like is what now because like you don't know what coming out of trash can. I mean, what's coming out of dumpster? Like anything, man. So and then you could be getting DNA samples from out of trash can. So good fucking luck. You know what I'm saying? Tracking down whoever yeah. the fuck you know done this shit. But uh. Uh yeah, I, I I ain't listened to none of the donkey the other days this week. I I try to stay away from shit that like uh, Charlemagne does, but I'd be shocked if like he ain't running one on this shit this week because this shit is was <laughs> yeah, everywhere. I seen this shit all over Twitter, all over Reddit. It was just and everyone was like, "What the fuck? How? What? When? Why? All that shit." Like, but let me let me read a let me read a uh a excerpt here from the article because if you're like me wondering how in the fuck they didn't realize it was a body. It says here. Wouldn't a mannequin melt? Isn't huh? a mannequin like plastic? Bro, or styrofoam know, or like maybe wouldn't that melt or like maybe that shit that wouldn't is even like, be a body anymore. But I don't know. Maybe it's like made out of some super aerospace shit that like is <laughs> heat resistant. I don't fucking know, nigga. It's made out of like, easy boost foam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't fucking know. But this shit right here says Dr. Robert Nicholson, an anatomical pathologist at the Granby Hospital in the Eastern Township, says there are scenarios where it wouldn't be unreasonable to mistake a burnt body for a burnt mannequin. I feel like they might have paid this nigga to say this shit, but that's what I'm thinking. That's crazy. But we're going to go ahead. We're just going to go ahead and read this shit. Nicholson, uh, Nicholson explained that because the human body is composed of about 60 percent water, which is true, it can lose a lot of weight. Uh, if it is severely burned. So a 150 pound person would be about 60 pounds. Nicholson uh, told CNBC uh, in an interview. If somebody is a burn victim and most of the water is gone, then there is nothing but the result of the burn. It doesn't look like a normal person. and It doesn't feel like a normal person. Nicholson said he didn't know the specific details or circumstances of the case, but that he could imagine a scenario where if someone were to think it were a mannequin initially, there's nothing to tip them off. Otherwise without a thorough investigation of looking very closely. Okay. So, in which case, um, now, again, I get that, but 
Um, if just the skin got burned, okay. But he said severely burned, right? So again, like if just the skin got burned, so maybe I could see a scenario here possibly where when they initially pick it up, but like wouldn't the arms and legs and shit go limp? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like yeah. wouldn't the head be like, you know, yeah. dangling and shit. Move. You know? Like, like <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 all I'm saying. It's like I, and again, I don't know, right? Maybe in severe burns, like the body stiffens up or some shit. I, I don't, I don't know, yeah. but it just kind of feels like to me, I get the weight thing, but I'm talking about the way it reacted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Or is it like yeah. a sex doll or some shit? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe they thought it was like a sex doll. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I'm trying to, I'm really trying to find a way to justify this for these niggas, man. But unfortunately, I got nothing, cuz <laughs> I really got That's nothing. Crazy, because could could you? I mean, like straight up though. Like I'm just thinking, watching shows and shit, movies yeah. all the time. You watch right, like niggas always talk about tampering the crime scene. Like this yeah. is a f- yeah. colossal fuck up, yeah. right? Because like now, if you throw into a dumpster, you have you, there's no way you're not gonna pick up DNA samples from like other people. Yeah, exactly. Saliva, blood from maybe like tampons and shit. So now yep. you got no idea. And then the, the crazy part is, is, is the person called in saying that they, they thought a mannequin was being burned. So they showed <laughs> up thinking it was a mannequin. Oh, so, wow. In which case, yeah, that's, that's even worse. It's, you know, and then again, somebody set her on fire, bro. Yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? Somebody set her on fire. And was was I don't know, man. That shit is wild. That's crazy. I uh, man, to me, the worst part hearing this is saying that the body got thrown into the dumpster. That that's obviously the worst part. Right? That's like, the worst. Like I mean, obviously dying stuff like that, but yeah. just that insult to injury to something that's already catastrophic, a catastrophic event that happened. You know? Could you imagine like your wife just being thrown in a dumpster? From hiding in fisheries. Like, like I'm, what? I'm pulling up on the police officers, bro, and like every one of y'all needs got some explaining to do. Straight up. Like, that's fucking crazy. Like, I feel like they gotta find who did this shit. Like, you ain't got no yeah. choice. Like, this shit can't go to like no cold case type shit. Y'all need to figure out who in the fuck did this shit because you gotta write your wrong at this point. I mean, would this man get broke off some money from like the city or the state or something? Like, I mean, cause that's that's just like I, I mean, I don't know what you would call that, but that's just like I mean, I mean it has to be something, man. That's that's I mean, damn. You know, that's not a, that money will help the cause, but like something, because nigga, you, I mean, you threw this whole woman's body in the dumpster and shit. That's a tough like, one, bro. Come it's, on. It's really, like, a t- it's really a tough one because I just, I can't see any I mean, scenario that, where that, that could not just be justified by just saying, I'm sorry. Yeah. We yeah. fucked up. Like, I'm sorry we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's all I get from this. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Also, also, if y'all didn't know, so the, which I heard, y'all might have heard like French and shit. So this shit happened in like Canada, and that was like the police chief like speaking in like French and shit. So, oh yeah, yeah. I was wondering. I was like, yeah. I, was, I was like, what was that in a different language? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the like he was speaking in French, but them niggas was all like, we uh, obviously we are sorry. I mean, of course, right? And so the, they got the little picture here. So it was happening in like a like a little shrub area, a little forest and shit. Um, it's just it's 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 mind boggling to me that like something like this would occur because. I'm just imagining I get all the whole picked it up. It was weightless and shit, but I mean like the body still had to be limp, right? Like muscles are still there. I'm assuming it wasn't burned past the skin really. Right. Because then you would have saw muscle tissue and fibers and shit. So really it's just the top layer that's burnt. So in which case I would imagine the muscle is still intact and the body's probably going limp. Also, there would be, there there would be, maybe there, there would be 
physical aspects of the of the person that would be yeah something legitimately yeah. noticeable, right? Like she would have a vagina there. Like yeah. I'm saying, and then and then too, I think we're missing a point. Like how like how do police or people just go and then just assume, hey, this is a mannequin, let's throw it out. Is she like, police you still taking it to like the coroner's office to get examined, whatever first to make sure, like, yeah. hey, let's just make sure this isn't a body or you know how do you just assume, ah, yeah, whatever, this is a mannequin, we're gonna toss it. What? It's, it's shitty police work from top to bottom. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I would think that there would have to be some type of protocol, no matter what, that you would have to do. Like, okay, we found something burnt. We still have to turn this in and it's some type of evidence or something like that. And we do, you know, whatever, cut it open, whatever, you know, do something. You're like, oh, shit, this is a human. This is not a mannequin. But to just dispose of physical evidence, to me, that's like tampering with a crime scene almost. It's I, like, I mean, basically. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And 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 she was in there for four hours, bro. That's she crazy. Was in there for four hours, police officers who intervened earlier raised the coincidence insightfully. Police received the so-called mannequin from the container and were able to identify it as the body of the missing woman. So upon going back to get it, now you can identify it as the missing person. But at the time, you thought it was right. a mannequin. Ah, oh, man, right. I am, I'm not buying this bullshit. I mean, I'm buying them being fucking idiots. But like, y'all just fucking suck. So, in which case, yeah, his his would have to roll, bro. His would have to roll. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Mm. Fucked up. Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's go and get to these arcs of the week, cause you up first. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my irk is, and this is not to put, this is not to put, you know, you know, saying disclaimer here. This is not to put any shame or any yeah. blast upon. Yeah. Listen. You know, my cousins or my brother or anybody, especially my two, you know, especially my two cousins. Yes. Your decision is your but, decision. But this, my irk is, and, and, you know, honestly, I will raise my hand and I will first say that I have been a victim of this kind of in the beginning with the whole vaccine thing. When well, it, absolutely. You know, so when it absolutely. In the, the whole, absolutely. In the yeah. Beginning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right in the beginning, I'm just like, okay, like I'm not getting this. You know what I'm saying? But my, my reasons where I'm like, I'm not getting this because I want to kind of see how the first guinea pigs what happens <laughs> you know the niggas <laughs> first in line just, nigga, i'm not just lining up for this shit the niggas first I mean, in line you know what i'm saying exactly 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 like so i'm not gonna be first in line for this shit but after months and then seeing other people and then knowing of other people that have gotten the shot and everything like that the worst thing that's happened to anybody i mean people talk about oh it develops blood clots and all this different stuff and you yeah. know all these different things but then people have to realize too that this is like one out of like 985,000 people in a case or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. it's, it's, it's like a very rare case it's, that you would develop a blood clot it's or whatever. 0.1%, it's like or, 0.1% or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, you know what I'm saying? Like once I, you know, started seeing like, okay, people, you know, there's a lot of people that have got this, you know, um, even my mentor, Chad, um, at the radio station, he got it. You know, he was like one of the first, he got it. Um, all, the, you know what I'm saying? All, all these different things. I knew people who got the Moderma. I knew people who got the Pfizer. Yeah. I ended up taking the Pfizer because I felt like, okay, let me just take the Pfizer one, whatever. I didn't get any symptoms. The right. worst thing that I heard everybody says is, is that your arm hurts. And then on the second shot, you get like fever chills and you can have like a little like fever symptoms. That was it. I didn't get any fever symptoms. I didn't get anything. After the second shot, I was actually perfectly fine. So that's why I say I'm probably like an X-Men or something. I'm just a mutant to this. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but my irk is, is that people that are right now today still talking about, oh, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. Why wouldn't you get it at this point? 
Yeah. Why wouldn't you get it just to keep yourself safe? And for people that are just like, oh, I don't know what it is. I'm not putting it in my body. And for the people that are saying, oh, it doesn't 100% guarantee me from not getting COVID. Well, kind of like my cousin said in our text message, nothing in this world is 100% guaranteed. Nothing. And you and you have to look at also the facts, too, where it's like, I would rather be 96% guaranteed not to get it rather than 0% guaranteed not to get it. So, I mean, or like, you know, it's a 0% chance of me getting it. Yeah. So if I have a 6% chance of getting COVID, uh, I think I'm going to take those odds rather than have a 100% chance of getting it if I'm around somebody. I mean, so off the it, it's just, yeah, you it's know just, what I'm saying? Just and sense, also my, and, and then also my irk is with people is people talk about this shot like, oh my God, the government's doing this, government's doing this, whatever, whatever. Now we all know, hey, government can't be corrupt, whatever. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, nothing like that. No. But at the same time, People have to understand that all of us at one time have taken a vaccine. This is why we don't have fucking polio no yes. more. This is why <laughs> motherfuckers don't get chicken pox anymore. Measles. This is why measles don't exist anymore. It's because of a fucking vaccine. So we've all taken vaccines. That's why we don't get these type of diseases anymore. So this is just another virus disease that is out there that they've created a vaccine for. And yes, it can be scary because this is like first trial and error. And this is probably, I think, for our generation, you know, us being in our 30s, late 20s, you know, mid 30s or whatever. I think this is for us our first time having to like make a real adult decision of injecting something in our body besides a flu shot. Yeah. So yeah, it can much. be scary. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it can be scary, but viruses and diseases happen all the fucking time and they create vaccines for them and different stuff and we fucking take them. So really, what's the difference between this one? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's why I tell people, I'm like, OK, everybody's just all up in arms. But it's just like, motherfuckers, y'all have been vaccinated with fucking measles and chicken pox and polio and all, the, and, and all this shit already when you were like freaking one years old. Yeah. When you didn't even know what the fuck they're putting in your body at one. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what the fuck is the difference now? At least now you're an adult. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, kids still can't even get the fucking, you know what I'm saying, vaccine for uh, COVID. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, I mean, at, at, to me at this point, it's just foolish. And it just kind of irks me that people are still just trying to come up. Now, hey, look, it is your opinion. Do whatever you want to your body. It is your body. But at the end of the day, like, I feel like people should just be smart or at least be smarter. Try to do more research. Try to think about things like what I just said about hey you've already taken vaccines before from the government so <laughs> i mean what's any different now you're still fucking alive <laughs> you know the the crazy part is is again in the beginning i mean all black people are gonna be like hold up we're gonna let everybody else go get that shit and oh then, for sure hell yeah and then we we're gonna figure out if niggas start dropping dead you know what i'm saying here in a couple exactly. of months and if then, niggas was dropping dead i wouldn't get shit of course not <laughs> <laughs> like oh no bro too many niggas getting fucked up out here like yeah <laughs> no but like one person died and then like another person died and then like oh, okay like a million people don't got the vaccine now y'all worried about the two people that died after they got it they're probably exactly. gonna die regardless but let's just play devil's advocate here and say that they did die okay all right so i get your concern we are now what four or five months maybe even six months now into it no 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 wait. about four months now until like the vaccine uh yeah people are making it you know what i'm saying like like you uh first time i got my shot my arm was hurting a little bit and uh i felt i felt like a little weak but then my second shot like i was totally straight i had really had no issues um 
But but there is niggas don't fold at the end of the day. You know, it, so <laughs> once again, we said it before, but I, I mainly took it because one, I didn't want them niggas sticking that shit all up on nose, and I didn't feel like getting tested. So I was all like, Yeah, I'm gonna take my chance with the vaccine, bro, because I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna die. So in which case, I didn't die, you know, not yet at least. Um, but <laughs> the 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 crazy part about it is is that um there is I would say almost to a certain extent, right? There's almost this hyper inflation of people believing now that like everything is a conspiracy and i get yeah, it right because yeah. it's government's out here doing some really fucked up shit but i've always believed in following the money you get what i'm saying and so in which case if you tell me that the coronavirus was created specifically because certain pharmaceutical companies were going to get the rights to make the vaccine and then make billions of dollars off of that vaccine from governments i'd be like 100 hell yeah that probably makes sense because in which case um it's always about money. That's the reason why they don't cure cancer. They just keep people alive. There's yep. no money in cures. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no, there's no money in cures. So in which case I, I get people's issue and hesitance at first. Right. Cause I was one of people, right? Like I, I, I've said it plenty of times. Like I just didn't want the first batch. I mean, that exactly. was exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't never buy the first, the, I'll never buy the first model. You know what I'm saying? Like come back to me when y'all updated that shit or like made it better. Or like, I realized, okay, this shit is pretty good. I don't never buy nothing brand new, even guns come up with a model. Hey, let the first few people get it. If they don't report no issues with it, boom, I'll go buy it like a year later or some shit. Um, but the issue that I have mainly is, is that like, we seem to be in this hyperinflation period of just everything being conspiracy to the point to where like people can't even explain it anymore. Like there's no purpose right. in like the vaccine being an issue mainly because the whole point of it is to protect you, right? Like they don't make any money. Like, they, like I'm going to put it. My thing is with all conspiracies is chase the money. Like people talking about it's about control. It's about power, but power control is always about money. Like at the end of the day, right. It's yeah. how they benefit now it could be on some controlling the population for some odd reason, like I don't know, dark twisted, you know, saying one rule country type. I don't know. I can't. I can't even follow most of these conspiracies these days. But my biggest thing is y'all don't really have an end game for why this would be like a conspiracy. So that's that's why I'm tripping. Y'all just like I'm gonna take it because government just wants to take us because this is and nobody's explaining why, but other than it's just about power and control. And and like that's stupid because anybody can say that. And I'm gonna say you can make a conspiracy out of anything now. Remember the shit that we talked about with the people who was all like all birds are drones and like the government killed all birds and shit. <laughs> like you could you could just make a conspiracy up out of anything, bro. Like you like with no facts and no basis of anything other than drawing imaginary lines to dots, connecting dots with imaginary yeah. lines. So I'm I'm not against people's personal decisions to not take a vaccine because if you tell me you believe in holistic rituals and let's say you are like, I would rather battle the disease because I know the disease is not going to kill me. Um, in which case you could say that too, right? Because again, people are our age that have caught it. It's been people that have died, but 99.9% of people have survived. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, sis, right. sis is fucked up down there, but pretty sure she's going to live. So in which case, yeah. um, it's one of those things where it's all like, I want to develop a natural immunity and natural immunity is developed by catching it and then verse your white blood cells fighting against it. Uh, eventually learning your T cells, eventually learning the and producing its own antibodies against the virus. And so in which case you can, you can, you can do that. And that's your decision. I understand all that. But my issues with people who just don't want to take the vaccine, like you said, because it ain't a hundred percent. There's nothing that's ever been a hundred percent proving as anything. A nothing. bulletproof vest doesn't stop a bullet. You know what I'm saying? Like bulletproof glass don't stop every bullet. Like there is nothing that is a hundred percent sure 
of anything. So in which case, if I think a lot of times you do need to take your, you do need to take the opportunity to do your own research, figure out what's going on. And then in which case, make your informed decision based off of that. And if your only informed decision is because you think this is like government control, well then, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So yeah, so that's my work, man. All right. It's just people, pe- people really being ignorant to now, you know, like I said, this is no knock on anybody who just is just choosing it to not want to take it because of whatever reason. Cool. Don't yeah. matter to me. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't like when people make ignorant comments towards it because of why they're not taking it. And it's just yeah. like, no, you're ignorant at this point. Some you know of, what I'm saying? Some like, shit they be saying is just goofy. Like, like you, yeah, like you really just stuff. talking out the side of your neck. Like you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Like you're just literally saying random shit because of how you feel. And a lot of shit is just something that they just just saw off Instagram adders or you know what I'm saying. Some, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some <laughs> website or some, some shit bullshit. on social media, or some shit. Like no, like look at the people around you. How many people you know? How many people you know got it? What are the what are the like? Exactly. Go off of real life experiences. Like, exactly. So, That's what I did. That's what I did. I I knew enough people that that took it around me, my coworkers, friends, family, and I would ask them. Shit, I was I remember I was I was asking you. Yeah. I was like, yo, which one? Because I mean, you took it before me. I was like, yo, which yeah. one did you take? Blah blah blah. How did it make you feel? Blah blah blah. Like I asked everybody I knew because. I'm like, okay, I want to get firsthand experience and knowledge from this. I'm not just going to read something somebody puts up that's probably a paid article anyway. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, hell no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to know firsthand from people that I know I can trust that aren't paid people from, you know, either, you know, whatever, news articles, governments, whatever. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I feel people don't do. They just take the word off of some, you know, whatever, CNN, Fox News, whatever. And then they just run with the shit. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because, see, again, like I tell you all the time, like chase the money. Who else? Who would want to who would want to put out propaganda that would keep you from getting the virus more than hospitals? Because, again, we right. are the hospital. They get to build the insurance. So I'm saying like chase yeah. the money. Like, again, I can sit up here and create a conspiracy right now. Who else will be putting out negative propaganda against getting a, against getting a vaccine than healthcare providers? Because yeah. they make money off of you going to the hospital. You go yep. get the vaccine. They don't make no money. They're they going to make, make no money. tenfold, twentyfold, a hundredfold off of you having to go to the hospital versus you getting a vaccine. So in which case, that's me. Whenever it comes to conspiracies, if you can trace the money for me, then I can believe you. But if you can't trace the money, like you exactly you, you talk to a brick wall. Exactly. And that's what people's thing is too. They're just like, oh, the vaccine's free. So I'm definitely not taking it because it's free. <laughs> it's just like okay. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whole free so I know shit. <laughs> 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 Stop the foolishness, man! Goddamn! <laughs> I heard that so many times. That people were like, "Yeah, that's just free, man. That's coming from the government, so you know it's bad." Yeah, that's that. <laughs> like, that's that yeah, we getting watered down vaccines now. <laughs> like, ain't nothing in that shit but sugar, nigga. <laughs> sugar water. It shouldn't sugar water into your ass. Oh man. Okay, that was a good hurt. That was a good hurt. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's get into my shit. Uh, both my arcs are kind of light. Uh, so as you know, we went to Puerto Rico, had a great trip, had a lot of fun, got to see the sun, uh, got to be on the beach, see a lot of sun, just overall dope vibe, got to eat a lot of good food. It was super lit. But the one thing about the the trip that I would say was like a negative is Ubers. And it's kind of a business thing, so I really ain't got the right complaint. <laughs> but oh my God, bro, like 
Uber is this is the first time I like ever truly like used Uber on like a multiple like multiple times type of situation. Uh, men's prices was fucking ridiculous. Like, bro, like we were trying to go somewhere. Yo, women, did they have Lyft? Did they have Lyft out there? No, or was it just Uber? no? It's just Uber. Oh, okay, because usually Lyft is a little bit cheaper than Uber. Yeah. I I always use Lyft instead of Uber. Okay, let me tell you what happened. So we went to the Bacardi factory, right? All right. So the trip out there was twelve dollars. Okay. When we were getting ready to leave, you know what I'm saying, to go out to like old San Juan, that shit was fifty one ninety seven. <laughs> nigga, I logged out. I was like, oh no, that's a mistake. I logged back in. That shit <laughs> I literally I swiped the app out the way to close it out, open it back up. Increase. That same trip was like sixty one something nigga. <laughs> Are you fucking shitting me? I was like, yo, what the hell? And that shit was all oh, like, no, this is a mistake. Due to, due to, said, oh, you thought it was a mistake, huh? Yeah. <laughs> let me slap you with 10 more dollars on top. I was like, nah, that can't be right. <laughs> okay, here you go. Let me jump this shit up $12, nigga. <laughs> no, I think it went up to like 69 Cause I remember it was like $12 more. So I said 61 but it was like 69 something, nigga. I was all like, oh, no, they got the game twisted. And this is for like a Uber X, like a two passenger type shit for just like me and Trish to get over there. I was yeah. all like, yeah, y'all got the game fucking twisted. That shit ain't happening. So in which case, <laughs> so we kind of sat there a while. Next thing we know, we log back in. That shit's still saying $51 for me. It's saying $35 for Santi. It's saying $35 for, for Ash. What? Yeah. And then to get back to our room, me and Santi was literally two buildings apart. Okay. It was two buildings apart. For us to go back to where we were, we was all like, oh, fuck it, man. We just go back to where we was. It was like, it was like $17 for me, like $15 for Ash. And it was like $31 for like Santi. <laughs> like, what? Yes, nigga. <laughs> I'm talking about like we literally just logging out and then just like logging back in, nigga, like doing nothing, uh, not waiting like 10, 15 minutes. So yeah, we just get different prices. And then at one time we, we signed up for this, uh, little snorkeling adventure. We wanted to go, right? And don't get me wrong. It was, it was a bit of a drive when I locked it in. Cause I, I, I set up the future. I set up like a future pickup. It'll say it's gonna be about forty nine to sixty nine dollars. Okay, nigga, that morning, that shit said, due to increased demand, it is going to be one hundred and twenty six dollars. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> are you fucking shitting me? Cancel. Due to increased demand, that is gonna be one hundred and twenty six dollars. Oh no, y'all gonna be fucked up, bro. Oh my god, yeah, that's man, that shit is terrible. It's man. some bullshit, like, man. Yeah, bro, I be refusing, man. When I went to Florida, um, uh, I, 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 I went to Orlando or whatever and stuff in uh, Sarasota to go, um, see my, uh, say, go see my daughter and yeah. then to go and uh, go to my best friend's uh, uh, baby shower. Man, I was at the airport, bro, and I had, I had to use Turo to go pick up my car, but my car was like thirty minutes away, or whatever, like that and stuff. Man, that shit. First, I opened it up. And that shit was like $35. And I was like, man, I was like, man, I'm trying to get more like 20, maybe. You know? You know, so I was being picky or whatever. So I waited, I waited. I was like, man, I'm gonna wait. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I opened that bitch up like 20 minutes later. That bitch said $60. <laughs> I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I was like, how does shit go up? <laughs> 
<laughs> nigga. They trying to fuck niggas up, when nigga. I sat at the airport. I, nigga, I kid you not. I sat at the airport for fucking like maybe two hours because I was not paying. <laughs> $60, then it kept bro. fluctuating. Then like the shit went down to like 50 then it went back up to like 60. Then it went back down to like 54. Oh, then it went like to 45. So then when I got it down, I was like, cause I was there and I was there for like two hours. And then finally, like around that two hour mark, it was at like, cause I was, cause I was trying to get it back down to 35. I, yeah. was, so I, I had it at 35. I will I, not pay more than this. Yeah, nigga, that's what not. I saw. That was the first price I saw. That's what I'm paying. Y'all got me fucked up. Exactly. So I was like, nigga, I kept waiting. I kept waiting. Finally, I got it down. I think like $42. And I was like, man, I guess I'll just settle book for that it. little increase. Yeah. So I just did. So just got to book it. Nigga. In two hours, you just got to book that shit. You just got to book it, bro. <laughs> I was like, man, but yeah, man, that should be like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to get their prices. Bro. I don't know. I do know, like at certain times or whatever and stuff, it will be higher. Like the Yo, whole demand thing, or whatever. Up, I, I like, get it, nigga. When you're downtown, like Scottsdale or Phoenix or whatever, like where the clubs are and stuff, when the club lets out at like two, three o'clock in the morning or whatever, it's called surge prices because they know everybody, everybody's drunk, whatever like get, that and stuff. So right? man, like literally, people stay out an extra like hour, hour and a half. They'll just eat pizza at the pizza shops or just wait because the surge prices be crazy. The surge prices, man, you open that bitch up and it'd be like hundred and twenty dollars. Oh shit! And, and, and it's crazy, and and they do that because they know so many people are trying to use it. Yep. They know all the people just drunk and stuff, so nobody's trying to get a DUI or anything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, this shit is fucking crazy. Damn, like that's you know what I'm saying? So usually people wait till it gets down to probably like sixty, seventy dollars from like 120, and then well, you, you kind of like split it with your friends yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah you gotta go as groups. Fuck all that. Yeah, man, this shit is crazy, bro. It's yeah. fucking crazy. So yeah, that was my this is my first time like like truly using Uber. So in which case, like I used it like once or twice before, but like I've never like super used it. And I was yeah. just like, man, fuck Uber, bro. But you know, that's, <laughs> that's their business. And shout out to Uber though, because if it was for them, you know, we would have had to pay taxi prices and them shits is yeah. higher. So in which case, uh, you know, it is what it is. But man, that, yeah, that shit was, uh, that shit was mad annoying, G. Okay. Yeah. I bet, especially when you're right next to somebody going to probably the same spot and y'all getting two different prices. Two different like, prices. Like, what? Like, like how was this calculated? Hold <laughs> the fuck up, man. What? Yeah. Oh, and then the shit that was irking me is because my shit kept getting canceled. Like, niggas kept canceling oh, my shit. Niggas kept canceling your shit. Yes. Like, they didn't want to come out there and pick a nigga up. <laughs> I was mad as fuck, bro. And I was hungry because, like, we had ate at like nine o'clock that morning. It was like seven o'clock, right? So I'm, I literally had like a handful of Cheetos between that point. Like, sis gave me like some handful of Cheetos <laughs> at the beach. That was it, nigga. So I'm starving, right? I'm all like, y'all niggas don't know this shit. But like, first off, I don't even like to wait for shit. So if I get out there to Old San Juan, because Toya was complaining about every place being closed, I was all like, yo, if I pull up and ain't no place open, dog, I'm going to be hotter than fish grease. So I'm taking my ass home, <laughs> and I'm going to go across the street and go eat, nigga, because I'm too hungry to be waiting on an experience, nigga. Fuck all that. So yeah, I took my black ass back to back to the, to my spot and was uh, went to go eat. But yeah, that's 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 one of my hurts. And my last arc here is uh, my sister Ash. And when she hear this, she's probably going to laugh. But I wanted to know something <laughs> that she irked me yesterday <laughs> because get it off your chest. Sis got every symptom that you can imagine with the coronavirus. One of those being that she don't have no taste. And so Ooh. sis yesterday asked Trish to bring her a bottle of water and to give her. Can she put one of the little Kool-Aid package that we dump into the water in order to, you know, make it flavor? flavor and I was all yeah. like, for fucking what? She can't taste it. 
<laughs> wasting my motherfucking you, bro. Nigga. I'm glad you understand what I'm saying, cause nigga, I'd have said the same thing. No. You wasting my package for her. nigga. She on the she on the fucking phone, FaceTiming Tiff and shit, and Tiff texting me on the side because she can hear me. She's all like, "Bro, let her be great." Like, are you shitting me? She can't taste it, nigga. Like, do you understand what I'd be doing if I was in sister's place right now? Although she's super fucked up and can't really keep much food down, nigga. I'm chicken, rice, and broccoli from this point forward, nigga, because I can finally eat healthy and not give a fuck the way that it tastes, nigga. I'm drinking nothing but no, water. I ain't put no seasoning on this bitch. Nothing. Nigga, I ain't got, got nothing to worry about, bro. Like, fuck it, nigga. I hate eating healthy, but guess what? If I can't taste it, nigga, then guess what, nigga? I'm getting the benefit of eating healthy and not having to worry about really wanting a cheeseburger, nigga. You know what I'm saying? And sis over here wasting my goddamn fucking Kool-Aid package, you know what I'm saying? She can't even taste the shit. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, sisters. You're going to hear this shit. If your engine was to go out in your car, you're going to tow that shit to the gas station and fill it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, 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 other, what other things you like to do that are pointless? You know what I'm saying? You lose your job tomorrow, you're going to go You gonna go put a new down payment on a new car? Like, name to me some other pointless shit that you would just randomly do. You, you know? Because, oh, God damn. All right. She said, bring me a bottle of water with a Kool-Aid bag. Bro. <laughs> And they thought I was tripping. <laughs> like what? No, like, go look up the definition of pointless real quick. <laughs> like, nigga, oh, that's the man. very definition. Like, <laughs> like, huh? Like, does it? That's does hilarious. It, can, are we having like a like a mind over matter type of thing? Is she like mentally tasting it? Like by seeing the red, <laughs> like she's remembering the flavor. <laughs> like, I don't get it, nigga. Like, what the oh, hell, man? Shit. All right. That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, that's that's my two works of the week, man. Since I love you, but you are absolutely my work of the week. I mean, one of my works of the week. That was out of line. You know what I'm saying? Out of line. Man, what the fuck, man? Okay, cool. Let's uh let's go ahead and get into this next foolishness. Cause uh keeping in the spirit of the coronavirus, um, I seen this article and I just had to share this shit on the pod. Uh Florida accounts for one in five new COVID cases as DeSanti sells anti-Fauci shirts. So um, the state of Florida now accounts for one in five new coronavirus infections in the United States, making it the nation's most alarming hotspot as the highly transmissible Delta strain rips through unvaccinated communities and drives a surge in hospitalizations. According to new data from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, Florida has recorded 73,181 new COVID-19 cases over the past week, the most in the country. Florida also logged the most coronavirus deaths of any U.S. in the last seven days of 319, and hospitalizations are spiking, prompting dire warning from physicians and calls for public safety measures to stop the spread. But Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, a Republican and likely 2024 presidential candidate, has recently taken to mocking such measures. Earlier this month, the governor's team launched a new merchandise line that included a koozie with the quote, how the hell am I going to be able to drink a beer with a mask on? Other items. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga. Other items take aim at Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the U.S. National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, and a frequent target of right wing ire. Don't Fauci, my Florida, declares a shirt selling for $21 on a DeSantis campaign website. Okay. And while DeSantis has publicly stressed the importance of vaccination in recent days, Florida physicians have attributed the surge in infections, hospitalizations, and death in the states to the governor's rush to end public restrictions. All right. So without reading the rest of this article, we pretty much get the point here. So here's my thing. Again, I've expressed this before, but I really want people to understand certain ideologies here. 
many people in the GOP, predominantly a, a, a white political um, platform for the most part, um, they truly embrace freedom. I mean, to the fifth power. So in which yeah. case there's a certain sentiment here that I do understand uh, because again, uh, the whole purpose of America is about freedom and to not have government overreach. I mean, that's the whole reason why the country was started. But I don't think they're taking this as seriously as they should, because again, you now have one in five new COVID cases coming from your state. There's 50 states, bro. One in five are coming from uh, your state. You had 319 deaths in one week. Now people are going to die. I mean, that's just the reality of the world. I mean, you can catch the flu tomorrow and die, but you would think that, um, that making a mockery of the person who leads the charge in the prevention of spreading the virus would probably not be the right thing to do. I mean, I get the whole freedom thing and it's one thing to remain professional, but it just seems unprofessional as hell. You know what I'm saying? Especially from a politician and somebody who's supposed to be a 2024 presidential candidate. And this motherfucker is sitting up here making fucking jokes and selling fucking yeah, t-shirts damn. and people are dying every day. Yeah. Like, are you shitting me? And, and to a certain extent, it's unfortunate. I'm not going to say it's unfortunate, but the the numbers, I get why they're high, but Florida is like a tourist spot. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure most of these are coming from Miami area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tampa, Miami, Orlando. Orlando. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, obviously, right? Because niggas are back at Disney World. Niggas, I'm sure, is on the beach. Niggas are at clubs and shit. So I get it. I was just at Disney uh, in June. Yeah. Man, there's no mask mandate up in that bitch. Like, niggas is walking around. Yeah. And so. <laughs> niggas is walking around maskless. <laughs> so he, he has the unfortunate job of being the governor of a state that probably has sees the most tourism outside of like California, probably, but, or maybe New York. But the point of it is, is that like, you shouldn't be joking about it. Like at no point is any of this shit funny, man. Like families have suffered. People have lost loved ones. Um, since right now it's fucked up because of it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so people have had really bad fucking weeks because of this shit. It's just not some shit to be to be joking about. And how this nigga is a presidential candidate making fun of a very serious situation is beyond my level of comprehension. It just goes to show you that like it's truly people out here that are just indifferent to other people's suffering. Yeah. And although I can and although again I say it to a certain extent, you know, my political affiliations, I tend to be very independent and I tend to think see see from both sides of perspective. It's just it's just mind boggling to me, like how some of these GLP people like remain in office. It's like, do y'all not see any fault in these people know, at all? Yeah. Like, how is this funny? Like, this is a, this is a, this is a, I can put this is a character issue. This shit ain't got nothing to do with politics. It ain't got nothing to do with like, uh, it ain't got nothing to do with policies or, 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 or beliefs. This is absolutely a character flaw. Like how in the hell would you ever consider this person to run the country? And this is the type of shit that they're doing. Yeah. And it, there has to be people in the GLP who have lost people as well. And every day there's like some new video of somebody saying, I wish we had got vaccinated. Like every fucking day there's somebody yeah. on social media that's being interviewed by a news station. Cause they love putting the camera in front of their fucking faces. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's somebody every fucking day wishing that like they had got vaccinated. And the most recent one I saw was a couple who actually, they were kind of like us. They was, they were just waiting a year. It was like, hold up, let's wait a year. Let's see how this shit play out. And then we'll go get vaccinated. So they were never against it, but they just wanted to wait a year because, you know, let me see, make sure don't nobody like, you know, start make sure that they good a year after, you know, saying they get it. And then, you know, okay, now we're good. We can finally go get the vaccination. And they, and they were talking about how they wish they had done it earlier. 
it's just it's just incredibly unfortunate that like money rules the world. And honestly, you don't get into positions like this unless you got a lot of money and a lot of donors and a lot of people backing you. And this is yep. and these are the type of people that are running the fucking country. It's just yep. a sad day in America, y'all. It's crazy. I want to know. So, I mean, uh, you said you said he purchased like material or like no, merchandise or whatever no, that no. said, "How can I drink a beer with, with a mask no, on?" He's selling them from his like uh, donor website. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, oh my. The government team's launched a new merchandise line that includes a koozie with the quote, "How the hell am I going to drink a beer with a mask on?" And then later, um, started selling a shirt that declares a shirt selling for twenty one dollars, saying, "Don't falsy my Florida." Wow. Okay. So there's that. So now we're trolling. Now we're trolling as politicians. <laughs> you know? Like, come on, man. Like That's it's crazy. It's it's wild. It's, it just goes to show that like people care more, people will align their beliefs and care more about their 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 political ideologies yeah. than about, you know what I'm saying, the person standing next to them. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I guarantee you anyone wearing these shirts. Ain't gonna wear that shirt to the funeral of someone who died from COVID nineteen. Exactly. You ain't gonna exactly. pull up there with that shit. Somebody's go to the hospital right now. Somebody that's on like fighting for their life and walking exactly. in there with that on shit a on a fucking ventilator. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, go go pull up on somebody right now that's in the hospital. Go pull up on the family of somebody right now who is on a fucking ventilator, tubes all in them, literally fighting for every breath that they have and walking there with that bullshit on. And then you know, what I'm saying then you can then you can walk around talking that shit. You know what I'm saying? But ain't nobody who lost anyone to COVID-19 wearing this bullshit. No. And it ain't until that shit happens to you where like it finally hits home, where like now it's not funny anymore. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the yeah. and that's the insufferable part of like man, I guess. You know, so all right. Fuck these people. <laughs> all right, let's get into these stories from Reddit though, because I got some good ones. <laughs> this this one here is just intriguing to me. And I just want to read it because I can't imagine this situation ever occurring. Uh, But here we go. So it's pretty long. So I'm going to read this here. It says, this is a pretty long one. So hear me out using he, him pronouns for my spouse because they haven't asked for anything different yet. My spouse and I, she's a female, are both in our late 20s. We've been married for almost five years. Before that, we were dating for four. Right before we got married, I caught him online sexting with other men. It was all trash. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all guys gonna go start laughing and shit. (laughs) It was all transgender stuff that struck me as very fetishy and freaked me out. Porn addiction is something we fought about for a really long time, but he refused to get any help because he didn't see our problem. He said he was using it as a way to explore his gender identity and sexuality. I offered to separate and call off the wedding so he could explore, but he said he didn't want to. I was young. It felt like marriage was my only option because it was days away. So we still got married. And this is where she fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) A few weeks after the wedding, he asked me to record something on his phone and I found remains of stuff from that earlier incident. I freaked out again. He claimed it was old and we separated for a time. I was in college. My parents weren't supportive and I had literally nowhere else to go. So I stayed and we worked things out. He swore that he was over the gender, the gender identity. I just, the, the gender identity confusion, but I've still had this lingering unease all this time. He still struggles with porn addiction, but he has been better as of late. I tried getting him into therapy, but he wouldn't commit to it. In terms of him being trans, I would be more than willing to support him as a friend, but not as a sexual romantic partner if he tra- if he transitioned. I told him this, and so he said he wasn't going to pursue anything because he didn't want to lose me. Fast forward five years. 
Things were going pretty great. We patched things up, bought a house, graduated college, got good jobs, and everything seemed to be going really okay until the other day. I had a really bad feeling in my stomach for some reason, and he had left his phone out. I know I shouldn't have, but I looked through it. I found more trans fetish porn and basically a lot more evidence that he is still struggling with the gender identity. He caught me looking through his phone. He wasn't angry, but I was. We got into a fight. I threatened divorce. He swore that he wasn't trans. I told him I was sick of the porn. And then when he returned to the fight about him identifying as trans, I told him I'm not attracted to trans women. I don't know if this sounds transphobic. And if it does, I'm very sorry. It doesn't. Uh, I told him that if, if he wanted to transition, I'd be there to support him as a friend, but I didn't want to be his sexual romantic partner. He told me I was horrible at the time. I was really keen on divorce because I'm tired of dealing with this over and over again. But at the same time, our relationship has been great aside from this. He didn't want to get a divorce, but now I don't know if he's so sure because of my unwillingness to be a sexual partner. If he transitions, he said he's got to think about it. I'm really at such a loss of what to do. We've been together for almost a third of our lives. I don't know who I am without him. Divorce is such a scary prospect, especially since he's been the only support system I've ever had. He does make me happy when this stuff isn't going on. I don't want to lose him. And I feel like if I did, if I don't stay with him, if he transitions, I will. But I also don't know if it's something I can get over. We keep going through this same loop and I get more numb to it every time. Everything I've seen on his phone is so fetishy. It makes it really makes me feel sick to imagine him that way. It borders on offensive and I'm losing out by not even giving the relationship a chance if he transitions. She said, oh, it's a question. Am I losing out on not giving the relationship a chance if he transitions? Am I really horrible for not wanting to stay with him? Is it even worth salvaging at this point or and am I stupid for thinking it is? No. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she's stupid at all. I mean, but what I do think she's stupid for is um, already seeing the signs and the writing on the wall yeah. before she even married the dude. And he already told like, you he was struggling with his sexual identity. Yeah, he was already struggling with it. So, you know, and this goes to the whole thing where like women, women are so it's like in their nature to be like. I'm going to change this nigga type, you know, saying type mentality, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, I'm going to wait, I'm going to change. It's just like the same thing of a cheating dude. Or but whatever. I was going like, to say, you know, this nigga's a cheater, but you're like, you know what? For me, he'll change. Or maybe I can change him. But then you wonder why when you get married, this nigga done cheated on you with three other four of the girls already. Yeah. But also like, just, to, just to give her a slight pass here. Although still she should, in hindsight, it probably wasn't the best idea. He was the only support system. So her parents weren't there for him. So she kind of felt like, Almost in like, you know, like we like we talked about how like before how women didn't get divorces because like they had to rely on their part on the on the the guy right. on the husband because, you know, they didn't have no life skills or whatever. It's kind of her situation here. Uh, 2021, baby. 2021. <laughs> yeah. This ain't the 1954. You know, you know what I'm saying? Women is empowering now. Yeah. You know, so they out here getting the bag. Yeah. I was, women, is here getting, women is out here getting the bag more than men. And she's got a good job now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. Um, I can't, <laughs> I can imagine Trish walking in here and telling me that like, she wants to transition into a guy that shit would be heartbreaking as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cause, uh, Trish is the love of my life and I can understand kind of sort of like what she's going through because I mean, I can't, I can't, obviously I can't understand what she's going through, but I can understand the pain. I can imagine the pain that she's going through. Um, seeing as how she thought it was over, but my thing is, is when someone's having a gender identity crisis, that shit kind of almost never goes away because like nah, they, they feel like the opposite gender. You know what I'm saying? 
Like same way people with like racial identity and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. black people like you know, you know, though trying to be white or whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, it's gender, Trans, uh, gender, but like racial stuff or whatever. Like that stuff, like is like deep rooted. That stuff, like is like that's just always going to fester. At least I feel. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, unless they get it. Yeah, I mean, how do you? Can a person ever really be over it? <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like that's right. the, that's kind of the the problem here because again, like she finds the evidence later. And she doesn't say that, like, she never actually mentions it. But at some point, she kind of confirms that, I mean, like, he is now finally thinking about doing it because she said that he was going to have to think about it. Like, she said, if you do this, I don't think we can stay together. And he said, like, we're going to have to think about it. So it's kind of like she's really <laughs> confirming that, like, at this point, this is like a thing. And what's crazy is, is me and Trish was watching a show back on TLC. And the title of the show was called Lost in Transition. And it was actually a show that was about, I don't know if I spoke about this on the pod before, but it was actually a show about women who were married to men who, um, they were transitioning like somewhere in the middle of the marriage. Wow. They decided, they just wanted they, to transition. They, yeah, they, they told her, they came out to their wives and all like, look, so this is something I've been struggling with for a while. Um, and I'm transitioning into a woman. Nigga, only like one out of the, I think like two out of the five or six couples that were on there, the women was all like, no, I can't, I can't be part of this. I like men. Most of the women was like trying to be supportive and stay with them. Like, you know, because the crazy thing is, is like every single one of them wanted to transition into women and still found women attractive. They just wanted to be a woman. woman. They just want to be women. Their gender, they identify as a woman. So they want to transition into a woman don't find men attractive, but, and they still want to stay with their wives. Like every single one of them still want to stay with them. And I was just like, man, that is wild because I would, I'd be like, Hey, I'd be like, Hey, how about this little nigga? How about we play dress up every other week? You can dress up as a woman, do your little thing. We can have sex, whatever. Yo. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, this appease you. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's just come to a common ground here. Yo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> one of them was trying to do that shit. One of them was all like, one of, one of the couples were like, can you like just kind of do it on like the weekend, like one day after right, week? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's got to be like full thing, and it's just, it's just like, all full like blown. yeah, this is yeah. like a full time thing, or and, can we do this part time? And then like here he mad because he's all like, "This is who I am." Like you asking me to only be who I am for like a day, bro. It's like this one, <laughs> and, and, and not to not to be funny, not to make funny thing, bro. It's like this one scene where he walks in like in like his get up and shit, and yeah. like to discuss on like old girl faces. <laughs> It is priceless, bro. <laughs> like I was crying for like oh twenty minutes, God. dog, because she just looked like, oh fuck, no, I can't do this. Because <laughs> and also, you look like a terrible woman. Like you waited too long to try to transition, bro. Because like now you like fully grown. It's like your manhood, nigga. It's gonna take a lot of surgery to, to like to like take away the the masculine aspects oh of you, sir. <laughs> like, so. Yeah, I mean, there would have to be some compromise. I mean, can we? I mean, can we treat this like the you know, saying the army reserves or something? Can we yeah. do one week in a month, two weeks in a year? You know what I'm saying? Like, can we? <laughs> Yo, man, to, to to each his own. I just, man, I mean, there's there's no, there's really only two options here. Either you stay with them because you love them, you love the person who they are, and you outlook the gender part of it, right? Because yeah. you're someone that makes you happy. The only thing that's going to change is that like they're going to turn into a woman. You know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like unless which, the woman is like bisexual or interested in women themselves, exactly right. they're 
like they're probably not going to really want to go for that shit cuz yeah yeah because cuz then it'd be like being with like a woman but you know that's your man technically yeah. but it's just like it, but um yeah it's, it's just weird yeah so or divorce and then also to and then also to see your man in that feminine light because a lot of you know most women want a man to be a man you know what i'm saying like yeah. they 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 like that they like that masculine you know that masculine feel that masculine touch they like a man to take control exactly. you know all, all these things so if you lose that then yeah y'all can stay together but then your but then your wife is gonna look at you as like you little punk ass bitch like, i mean right because like that's a you know, very so strong possibility you as a man anymore it's a very like, strong possibility it it, it would crazy. be it would be a very strong possibility and and that's the unfortunate part because i will say this we you mentioned be looked at that way but that's kind of the way it is and so unfortunately it is yeah i mean it's very unfortunate yeah i mean and i man that's i don't know and as and, and as yeah. we watched the show cuz i don't think we ever finished it um or I think it got canceled. Maybe it was too controversial or whatever. But I remember sitting there watching this <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I gotta take this off to you. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that shit, and I was just mind blown because I was just like, "Yo, these they really trying to like stay with him." And like, it, it was this one dude, man. He was like, he was borderline on like suicide because like the wife was really trying to convince him like not to do it. Please don't do this. You know, we got children and shit. And it and. To me, I just think that is so unfair for you to have felt this way for so long, and now you're just not telling your wife after y'all done had kids, build a life, and like done all this shit. Yeah, and so it's just it sucks, man. So I I feel bad for her. Ain't, ain't there's no there's there's really no fixing that shit. <laughs> like yeah. un, unless like <laughs> you can overcome the uh, the new obstacles because. He's fully prepared. Uh, he's gonna deal with his own. Well, she, because if he becomes a uh, woman, we'll just go and say she. If she yeah. fully transitions, um, they're gonna already have the obstacles to overcome because now he's gonna walk into the office as a woman, and you know that's probably gonna be weird. Uh, you gotta tell your friends. You know what I'm saying? Your, you know your what parents, saying? your family. It's, it's and it sucks, but like it is kind of embarrassing though. Like it, it, it is. It is like I mean, there's really no way to say, say that. I know it shouldn't be, but it it is because like you married a man, and so like just like anyone, you most people are embarrassed to tell about a divorce. Now you got to explain that the reason because of your divorce is because your husband and you kind of knew is now transitioning into a woman, yeah. and you just can't do it. So yeah, that shit sucks. Okay, all right, let's get into let's get into more light. Lighthearted one, because uh, this got cuz written all fucking over it. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this shit says, um, "I am eighteen. I am eighteen from Pennsylvania. Last night at like one thirty a.m., I woke up and was feeling particularly horny. I suddenly <laughs> got, <laughs> I suddenly got the idea to walk out the house naked and see what it's like. My parents don't have an alarm system or anything, so I was able to sneak out without making a single sound." Once I was outside, it felt liberating. I was naked outside, technically in public. I ran up and down the street, enjoying the feeling of the air against my skin and just going off on the idea that I could get in so much trouble if I was caught doing this. I went to the end of the block and I jacked off. 
<laughs> then I saw a car coming. I scrambled into a bush when it passed by, freaked out that somebody saw me. The car didn't stop in the driveway. It just continued down the street and then turned onto another street. Thank God. But by that point, I was just so frightened that I ha- that I had been caught. I ran as fast as I could back towards my house, activating the driveway lights as I ran into the driveway. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I just stood there in shock for a moment, worried that the lights woke up my parents and that I was about to get the worst punishment of my life. Thankfully, nobody came out. I eventually walked back into the house. I took a shower when I realized I was covered in dirt from the bush. Then I had to clean up the dirt and I tracked into the house. By now, it was like 2.50 a.m. Damn, niggas took like a whole fucking hour and 20 minutes all right uh, surprisingly my parents didn't so liberate it man you know hey when 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 the when the, when the itch gets you you know you gotta scratch it i guess um surprisingly my parents didn't wake up and catch me thank fucking god i fell straight asleep the whole cleaning process totally uh knocked me out the morning i woke up after six hours of tossing and turning came out of my room trying to act like nothing happened thankfully my parents didn't say anything nothing like i realized the front door was unlocked or anything a neighbor caught you on a security camera or there's a trail of dirt footprints on the stairs care to explain. I totally dodged a bullet and I'm so scared now that a neighbor saw me through their window or somebody's reviewing security camera footage. I'm going to end up being caught still. The only reason I'm not worried about being arrested is that it's happening at like 1 a.m. and the cops probably don't think uh, my case is worth pursuing. At the end of the day, running around outside naked wasn't really worth the trouble and I don't want to do it again. Uh, it says, I don't know. Thanks for letting me rant. What's wrong with you niggas, man? <laughs> like, what's hey, man. This guy, you written all over this shit. <laughs> like, what the I fuck? I feel liberated, like, pulling out my junk outside. <laughs> <laughs> Letting the cool breeze. <laughs> you know, I do like being in. outdoors. I, I, I do. Like, it, it is very liberating being outdoors. being outdoors? <laughs> Okay. It's very liberating peeing in pools. It's very liberating peeing in beaches. Yeah, peeing in a pool um, is like it is. It's a satisfying feeling because it's yeah, like you're cool. It is, it is. And then you get like a little warm sensation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Peeing so, um, you know, the whole running outside naked and everything. Um, I could see how that could be liberating. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're free. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. um, I mean, that, I mean, that is the most exposed you can be to the outside world it's just being butt ass naked i mean you can't get any more exposed <laughs> you're naked yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't. Yeah. okay you know all right um so so i guess i can feel him not saying that i would do it i mean i mean i i, I would say I what's, the, what's the trigger here is what i need to know nigga like the trigger nigga like Maybe. okay so i can see you being horny right and like putting on some yeah, porn and jacking off has to do with exactly like, go outside naked like what like, is this the opening part of this didn't make sense to me. I woke up feeling particularly horny. I suddenly got the idea to walk out of the house naked and see what it's like. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Left turn real quick. All right, bro. You got it. <laughs> Nigga, like what the fuck? All right. Yeah. Now I can see if he was like, "Yo, I woke up. I was tossing and turning. I had clothes on. I just, I just wanted to be free, or you know, whatever. You know, then it'd be like, okay, cool. But to be horny and then be like, hey, I'm just gonna walk outside naked and then I'm gonna jack off. Like, <laughs> like that was yeah that was just weird come like, on bro. i'm just gonna jack off butt ass naked outside be, be for real um be so um yeah i i don't know what the trigger of that was um but i can say that you know kudos to him for wanting to be liberated and feeling free and getting that out of his system you know what i'm saying i'd rather him do something like that than keep that energy bottled up and then it turns into something else yeah, like um, other stories other stories that we've said on this uh show 
that yeah <laughs> like we had some crazy jacking off stories yeah so where, you know yeah, what I'm saying? okay so, i got you all right so rather you than know so, you himself, know maybe he just needs to just let something out yeah you know f- what I'm saying? figure out that this ain't the way to go you know okay. feeling himself a little bit you know um okay. right. feeling his manhood or something you know so uh yeah you know um kudos to him for you yeah, know doing got- this alone and you know doing this you know not yeah. in a public bus or something and you know like, yeah i'm thinking my man ain't got a girlfriend because uh that's what i would do when i was horny at 18 <laughs> call my girl so exactly um, let me get butt naked with you yeah that's uh that's all right i'm gonna read one of these quotes down here because this shit this shit had me crying laughing this is uh one of these comments the niggas are like my favorite uh a tail bit i guess it's like a david tell this nigga said if a naked man runs past you his dick swinging in the wind you run with that man because there's some serious shit coming the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying, nigga. Oh, it makes sense. Cause I see a, if I see a naked nigga running, I'm running. Matter of fact, if I see a nigga right, running, exactly. I'm running too. Like, fuck this nigga running, bro. Get the fuck out here. Hey, shout to get up. For a reason. <laughs> shout to get up, Raylan. Get up. You gotta go, nigga. Like, <laughs> all right. I don't want to read this shit because I was all like, hmm, this seems like some cut of shit. But all right. Oh man, that's true. okay. So I'm sure Charlamagne got to talk about this one as well. But uh, we this happened last week, and we didn't get to get it on the pod. So let's talk about it now. The baby. Oh hey. man, Ed rolling Dang, out. Man, let's go. man, I'll be clown. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't be knowing shit, man. When they was all like the baby performing and Rolling Loud and made these comments, I was like, "The fuck is Rolling Loud?" You know what I'm saying? Like I'm old. Oh, nigga. Rolling Loud is like a huge, just like a hip hop like festival. It's Bro. pretty much like Coachella for hip hop. Yeah, pretty much. I like. Yeah. I just found that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Although yeah, it's, it's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, niggas out there spreading the coronavirus. How will they be vaccinated? I know. That's all <laughs> Yo, nigga, have and you seen it was in Miami? Have and you seen it was in Miami? Oh shit, word, nigga. Have you seen Lollapalooza? Miami. <laughs> have you seen the Have you seen the videos from the Lollapalooza? Them niggas uh-uh, in there, no. them niggas in there, shoulder to shoulder, nigga. Yeah, like, that's how it is. That fucking rolling loud, nigga. Shoulder to shoulder, Look, nigga. Lollapalooza, Chicago. I believe in I living life, see. but y'all niggas living it up a little too much, bro. I know. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, but anyway, getting back early to, to be going to no shoulder to shoulder uh, festivals. Yeah, they got it. Getting back to this shit, man. So let's let's play these comments in case you've been living in the rock and haven't heard them. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks. Put a cell phone like that up. Lady, if you smell like water, put a cell phone like that. Uh, fellas, lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking in the parking lot, put your cell phone like that. Let's be up. real about this. So <laughs> keep it for real. Some of y'all suspect as a mom. Let's be real. <laughs> Some of y'all niggas real suspect as fuck. <laughs> Yo, who is this co-signing homeboy? <laughs> he made it worse, bro. <laughs> like, he he absolutely made that shit worse, man. He is a hype man. He is a hype man. <laughs> hey, that's his job, right? That's his job to hype it up. Whatever you say, bro, I'm hype it up. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, first off, that nigga went to Instagram Live to explain himself. Um, in which case. Uh, he did put out an initial, um, an initial apology to those that were affected by AIDS and uh, HIV, but he didn't put out anything to the LGBTQ community. Um, so niggas started getting dropped from everything. You know what I'm saying? He got dropped from was it Lollap- did Lollapalooza drop him or was he yeah, supposed to? Okay, Lollapalooza yeah. dropped him. It's another festival in like Britain or England or some shit that dropped him. Um, um, probably a Glassberry. 
um, probably like was last Raspberry? week festival. That's like a big one. Yeah. Maybe that one because I saw another one where he was like his name was on there and then it was taken off. He was on. He was signed or supposed to be like an endorser for like Boohoo Man, like clothing, whatever. They dropped him. Uh, just, just basically, money started falling left and right. You know what I'm saying? Now after the first festival dropped him, you know, what I'm saying he was keeping the ten toes down. He's all like, man, y'all think I care? You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't for sale. Uh, he ain't said nothing since then. <laughs> niggas, niggas started dropping that nigga left and right. And as of, let's say, two hours ago, um, the baby has officially released a statement uh, explaining his uh, remarks. Let me go find this shit real quick. Because my nigga has decided to issue an apology. It says... Social media moves so fast that people want to demolish uh, demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, educate, and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has had to make uh, his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that, I, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance, has been challenging. I appreciate the many people who came to me with kindness, who reached out to the privately who reached out to me privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed. And it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful and triggering comments I made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV and AIDS. And I know education on this important is important. Love to all. God bless the baby. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. When money, when money started leaving that pocket yeah it was cool when like you lost like a meal maybe <laughs> but you started lost the like start one meal start creeping up to two two start creeping up to three and, <laughs> you know what i'm saying man let me go on and make this apology man. <laughs> <laughs> nigga because <laughs> my nigga was like yo so uh i need somebody to write this apology real quick so here's the thing man um in a great saying of the god Charlemagne, America, you do have the right. You do have the right to say whatever you want. You do have the freedom of speech, mm-hmm. but you, but you are not free from the consequences of what you say. So, in which case, uh, the baby is suffering that right now, and this shit ain't any different than when somebody white comes out and says some really racist shit, right? Because when white people come out and say some really racist shit, like we come for them, you know, what I'm saying yeah. we want everything to what? Who was the Clippers person? That like all that shit came out about him, the Clippers owner. Oh, the owner. Yeah, the owner. Yeah, Yeah, they washed him up out of there. I can give countless examples, bro, but like this is no different than that. And so in which case, it's it's the obviously he didn't say anything about like gay people in general, right? But it's heavily implied. Cause he's all like, put your cell phone up. If you, if you a nigga and you want to suck a dick in the parking lot, as, <laughs> as if like that shit is wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, cause that nigga didn't say, you know what I'm saying? That nigga didn't say, put your cell phone up in there. If you want to suck a dick in the parking lot, <laughs> cause that would have been everybody. But that nigga was all like, yeah. if you do the one sucking dick in the parking lot, like, okay. Like as, as, as we become more progressive and we supposed to include all, you know what I'm saying? Like what you said is a step backwards, like period. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. And, and and on top of that, man, I'll never understand. Again, I, I'll never understand because I saw some shit earlier with some like rapper dude was like, um, like Tiger and the White Howard were really with the trannies and like we just glossed over that shit. Like he tweeted that shit, and I'm thinking to myself like, I never understand why you niggas care what niggas do in the bedroom. Like it just doesn't, right. it just doesn't make sense to me. Like my coworker, my coworker be gay as fuck. That shit don't matter to me. It got nothing to do with me. 
As long as you treat me with respect and we cool. Some of my some of the some of the like coolest people, you know what I'm saying, that I've known have, have been gay. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, being obviously in the arts, being in acting and stuff like that. When I would go to acting classes and stuff, you know, I mean, some of them were, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were, you know, gay people yeah. and perfectly fine. I've actually been to gay clubs and everything. And a lot of people are actually very respectful as fuck. And they don't want your ass. Matter of fact, they don't want your straight ass. <laughs> so like, it's, 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 it's like at the end of the day, it's almost like we have this like homophobic way about ourselves when it's just like, how is this bothering you? Yeah. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, like nigga, my best friend can be gay and he can be sucking dick all day. I don't care. Yeah. Like at the end, of, if that's what makes you happy and that's what you want to do. Cool. That doesn't change the fact that the person you are and, and that you're my best friend, or you could be my cousin, or you could be, you know what I'm saying, whoever. That does not change the fact of who you are as a person. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like as long as you're treating people with respect and you are, you know what I'm saying, living your life and being happy and you know what I'm saying, not causing any harm to anybody, I don't give a fuck who you sleep with. Nigga, you can have three, four niggas in your bed. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. So I don't <laughs> get why it is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? If somebody was in the parking lot sucking some dick, okay, yeah. they still paid to come see your ass. You know, what so I'm you saying? should be happy. Like, like, and and if they're a fan for you, you know what I'm saying? A fan of you, you're gonna alienate them because they're. I'm gay. saying, nigga, it's niggas there like, that are gay that came to see that nigga. They came to see you and like your music and like your music and will bob their head and like, yo, the baby is fresh as fuck. Why are you you fucking up your coins, cuz? Like, why are you fucking your coins up? And to be honest with you, me, I think the most egregious thing was the HIV thing. Because like, like, bro, like people ain't out here trying to catch HIV. Not some people out here being reckless and shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's again, right? Like we in a more uh, sexually freedom and promiscuous type of society now, more progressive and you can be sexually more expressive. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? No one tries to catch HIV. And so, and a lot of times, if you catch HIV, you don't know if someone has it because, like, their partner was out here cheating and doing all this other type of shit. Exactly. And so, like, now they didn't got it because, like, this nigga or this chick was out here doing whatever the fuck they wanted to do out here in the streets and shit. And so, like, now you disrespecting people who have a disease that, one, you can now live with. And it was pointless to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's that was my thing. I was all like, Yeah, the gay shit is stupid, but like rappers been doing stupid shit like this all the time. The Boosie is like exactly, the main yeah. one. Boosie like the most homophobic nigga in hip hop. You know, so uh niggas been doing this shit, although that shouldn't be a reason as to why it's not a big deal. But my thing was I was just all like, But what why he had to say the shit about people with AIDS though? Like that Yeah. Why why is he picking on him? What did somebody with AIDS do to him? Did somebody try to like give him AIDS? We're trying to like prick right. him with a fucking needle, you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Why is this nigga going for people with AIDS? That's the shit that was the most egregious to me. Don't get me wrong. Like what he said about yeah. gay, about the um, uh, about the gay community and everything. Like, yeah, that shit was fucked up. But nigga, you bugging out here picking on people with HIV. Uh, but I mean, obviously he was trying to relate that shit to gay people. Yeah. But still, nigga, like the fuck is wrong with you? Like you know, you have to be gay to get HIV or AIDS. Exactly. Right? In case you didn't know, nigga, like this ain't. The early seventies, where like we believe that only homosexuals have AIDS, everybody <laughs> right. get it, nigga. Like, nigga himself might have it. Don't even know it. Oh, nigga, wouldn't that be a bombshell? Like, if like, oh, that'd be crazy. That nigga catch AIDS. Like, talk about karma, bro. I don't wish that I on him. It's not gonna wood because yeah, I wish exactly. that on nobody. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I'm yeah. just saying, though, yeah, life would be crazy. The universe has a way of like delivering to you what you was trying to serve up. So, yeah, you know. All right. All right, man, let's go ahead and get into our last foolish story, man. And this shit right here is definitely my most foolish story of the week because it's just absolutely insane to me 
like that this is happening to these people. It's a pretty long clip here. It's about seven minutes, but we got to listen to it all because we don't thoroughly talk about this shit. All right, here we go. So we had water coming through the ceiling. When Autumn Nepper and Adam Marsh's roof started to leak in their Vancouver home a few months ago, their landlord sent over executive roof services to check it out. An employee came, looked in the attic, and said there were a few spots to fix. I asked him about a timeline about when this might get finished. Um, He told me to call the office the next day. Autumn said she called the office and talked with the receptionist. She was extremely rude from the time that she answered the phone, um, and she refused to give me any information. She said I would have to get it from the landlord. Um, I asked to speak with the manager, and she laughed at me. She um, told me I was verbally abusing her and that she was the office manager, and she hung up on me. Then Adam said he called Executive Roof Services. Again, she was just super rude, told me that she was the office manager, manager, no one else I could talk to, um, and hung up on me. Were you super rude? Were you guys mean to this woman? Not, I mean, not any more than you would, you know, maybe get a little frustrated with someone being super rude to you. Autumn then wrote a one-star Google review about the receptionist, saying the woman who answered was rude and would not give them a timeline of events. So I was upset, um, that I was even spoken to like that, that they refused to even talk to me. Was it truthful? Yeah, absolutely. Adam also left a one-star review. Then Autumn says the owner of Executive Roof Services called her. He told me that he knew where I lived. He said he had forensics guys um, and that he would gladly spend $100,000 suing me. He texted me threatening, saying uh, that they needed to be taken down before more damages are done. Um, I called the police immediately to file a report. The policeman called um, the business owner and told him he needed to stop. They thought the officer call was the end of it. Then the couple received demand letters telling them to take down the reviews. We assume this is ridiculous. You're just trying to scare us into taking these reviews down. They're honest. We're not going to do that. Autumn and Adam were then served with a lawsuit. Executive Roof Services was suing them for defamation and, quote, intentional interference with business expectancy. The couple was being sued for $112,000 and $28,000 per week. Honestly, I cried immediately. I was terrified. I I can't afford a lawyer. I can't afford to pay $112,000. And I can't, I don't want to file for bankruptcy. Do you think this man's business was hurt? No, no. I don't. David Bowser represents Executive Roof Services, or ERS. The first thing I think your viewers need to understand is that my client is not suing one of its customers for leaving a bad review. That's not what's going on here. Bowser said Autumn and Adam did not hire ERS. The landlord did. He said they were not entitled to the information they were requesting, a project report and timeline. Bottom line, he said they were not customers or clients of ERS. Whether they're paying customers or not, Mm -hmm. shouldn't they be entitled to write about their experience? They said the receptionist was rude. It depends why they did that. If they were doing it merely to express their opinion, That's what other customers have done in the past. I don't have an issue with that. ERS doesn't have an issue with that. But when you cross the line and you use this forum to cause intentional harm to a family-owned business and hurt them and their employees, 
and their business. You've crossed the line. How did they intentionally harm ERS by writing about a rude receptionist? They intentionally harmed ERS by posting one-star reviews for the purpose of getting that report they weren't entitled to. Bowser points to another review, a complaint filed by Adam with the Better Business Bureau, where ERS has an A-plus rating. Adams filed this complaint around the same time as the Google reviews. It states, quote, the business came to do an inspection of the roof of our residence and refuses to give us any details about the findings or scheduling of repairs to us, the tenants. Bowser said this proves they wrote the reviews in order to get the report. Adam said the Better Business Bureau never posted the complaint because the couple did not hire ERS. This document shows what their intent was Mm -hmm. and that their intent was improper. I talked to Paul Levy about the case. He's an attorney with the Public Citizen Litigation Group in Washington, D.C. Levy said when it comes to negative reviews, as long as the reviews are truthful, the person who wrote it should be protected. I think the business has a lot to lose by litigating that, by trying to frame this as a defamation case. The problem is that the business has the money and the couple don't. Levy said Autumn and Adam got hit with a SLAP lawsuit. SLAP stands for Strategic Lawsuit Against Public Participation. SLAPs are used to silence critics by forcing them to spend money to defend a lawsuit. Many states have laws protecting consumers from SLAP filings. Washington state had one of the strongest anti-SLAP laws in the country, but it was deemed unconstitutional in 2015 after the state Supreme Court ruled it violated a person's right to a jury trial. New anti-slap legislation was just passed in Washington called the Uniform Public Expression Protection Act, but it does not go into effect until July 25th. Autumn and Adam were sued at the end of June. Bowser maintains this is not a slap filing. That's not what a slap uh, lawsuit is. A slap is a motion. This is a lawsuit. Okay. The lawsuit asserts claims for defamation and for intentional interference with business expectancies. So this is not trying to silence someone because of something negative they said? Mm, not something that they legitimately had a basis to give an opinion on. While Levy believes the couple could win in court, they still need to pay an attorney. And when the couple set up a GoFundMe to raise money for an attorney, they were again sent cease and desist letters by the company. I just want to be able to live my life. I just don't want my future completely destroyed by something so small. Like, this is obviously a man who is well off and can afford to do this. And I can't afford to fight it. And I think he knows that. Uh, of course he knows that. Yeah, boy. Let me let me call bullshit on this real quick because see, I'm that nigga that's taking you to court, nigga, and I'm gonna find a lawyer where we can counter sue for everything that I have to spend for this bullshit because that's some bullshit. You know, about to sit up and tell me that like you can sue for defamation when they wrote a review of a review that I, nigga, I, I I fucking work in the apartment industry and nigga. I mean we've gotten way worse reviews nigga you can't just sue somebody it, it, it's it's their own personal opinion there's no defamation there's no nothing they're just saying hey this person's rude like that and stuff I've seen shit hey they got roaches the staff is rude the maintenance people suck you know don't yeah. live here blah 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 like you keep like what the fuck bro call they bluff 
Call their fucking bluff because that's all it is. They literally just got a lawyer to get, they literally just got a lawyer to intimidate you into taking the review down, period. Because also, if you sue me for 112,000, you're not going to see a dollar of that shit because I ain't got $112,000 to give you. Exactly. And did you hear that shit? They was also, it was $112,000. Uh, off and the then rip. twenty something a week, twenty eight thousand dollars for every week. What? <laughs> shit, so, nigga, what? Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, man. It is. Also, me, I just would have changed the review. You know what I'm saying? I called wanting to speak to somebody about a situation in my in my house where they came out and inspected, and they didn't want to do that. Take out the little part where it talks about getting the report and shit. And in which case, you know what I'm saying? Just give the explanation of that. Now, you can't take away, I guess, the BBB one, you know what I'm saying? But again, we complied. We changed the review to explain the experience that we had. And I'm just giving an honest review of the person when I called and I talked, you know what I'm saying, to the person. Because did you hear at the end, the lawyer's desperately trying to explain, like, how is this, how is this them not just explaining their experience? They're not yeah. entitled to explain their experience. He's all like, well, it's not <laughs> if, yeah, bro, stop. This is the same way any average lawyer like me, I feel like I could be a lawyer for a day on this. Wow me in the court real quick. You know what I'm saying? Damn it, I don't need a lawyer. This nigga needs to explain to me how my review is bad. It's defamation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I gave a review about their shitty ass receptionist. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Which you can do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can get a review about the outside of the fucking building, nigga. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I could pull up to the building and be all like, yeah, we walked in, place was dirty. I decided not to do business here. That's a exactly. review, nigga. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what do you mean? Like, restaurants get reviews all the time. Well, this place was nasty. You know what I'm saying? I saw roaches in the corner. Like, all, all type of shit. Yeah. Like, now, you can be sued for defamation when you use things all like these are terrible people they're thieves they will steal your money exactly da, 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 da. Yeah. that's where defamation can come in my but, rent money was used for, you know what i'm saying you know all this yeah for, i mean you can't start making claims and allegations yeah like that. i believe they were using it to buy drugs you? yeah you're like like then you can claim like defamation but like this shit right here this is an open and shut case man i feel <laughs> i feel bad for her because she on there crying and shit honestly you got no reason to be crying you crying like a mother you get you get the average lawyer he's gonna eat this shit up in court like the dude oh, yeah yeah like it's gonna be a big one it's gonna be a big one for him bro facts <laughs> like here, here's the thing we gonna counter sue and then these motherfuckers gonna have to pay you and your roof gonna get fixed now what i do feel like in fairness to the in fairness to the ers people uh, cause we don't know the situation. We don't know how rude they was or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know, it's always two sides to the story. It's three, three parts, your side, their side, and then the truth. You know what I'm saying? But I will say this. Yeah. If you ain't the nigga that's paying for this shit, you ain't got a reason to be calling me though. Right. <laughs> like, so just to get them like, uh, you know, saying any leg or smidge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> any, anything to stand on at all in this situation. Uh, your landlord called me. That's the person I'm handling that's handling all the business not talking to you <laughs> like you didn't pay for anything so in which case sorry but take that up with the person that is actually paying me because yeah i definitely don't owe a motherfucking explanation who ain't paying me you know what i'm saying yeah. like you know it is what it is but yeah that's that's just crazy to me man 2021 you can be sued for leaving a fucking review a review nigga. like just when you <laughs> thought the world couldn't get any crazier nigga they hit them with a hundred and twelve thousand dollar fucking uh lawsuit and then the, that the, right there, that to me, to nigga. me, more than the review, that right there shows a bad light about the company. If exactly. you're gonna go out and do some shit like that, then you already know it's a shitty ass company. Exactly, you already know they're trash, bro. Cause straight up, so niggas get bad reviews right there, all the time. Like, I'm, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, 
Because one bad review shouldn't overshadow the thousands of good reviews you got. Exactly, hundreds of good exactly. reviews you got, right? Nobody, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody likes bad reviews or whatever and stuff. Because even us or whatever and stuff, yeah. working in the apartment industry, we get bad reviews or whatever and stuff. But it, it doesn't outweigh because most because most of the reviews are like five stars, four stars. Exactly. Oh, my God, great service. You know, staff was great, blah, blah, blah. But then you'll have that one fucking person that you know just didn't have a you know experience which most people who don't have an experience or whatever i mean in their case it was you know fucked up but most people who don't have a good experience somewhere or whatever such like apartment living or whatever like that and you're at least where i've worked at because we get i give good customer service all this shit like that yeah it's usually your own dilemmas you know what i'm saying your own fucking you're just you know saying you're just fucking miserable and you fucking hate your own life you know, and, but but that but but it's like that rarely comes. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like that's like one out of the other fucking twenty that are good. Yeah. So every yeah, for them to go to this extent to sue and all this bullshit is just crazy. Yeah, it just goes to show you the kind of people that they are. So I feel like by them doing this, they're causing more harm than than they would have had they just let yeah. this shit go. Because honestly, it don't make no sense for y'all to be suing people. And you're a great quality business with a lot of clientele because you should come highly referred. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, he got to be making money, right? If you got the kind of money to 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 pay a lawyer to sue for hundred twelve thousand dollars, you got to be making Hell money. Yeah. You got to be making bank. But that's that that shit just goes to, that shit just goes to show you, you know, what I'm saying you can't do business with everybody. But it's it's just wild to me that like I guess you got due process and everybody can you can probably sue for anything, you know, what I'm saying whether or not you know it actually ever goes, it actually you get you get the the judgment you want on it is probably, you know, sh- short of none, but this just seems All like right. an open and shut case. They do seem like they're just trying to intimidate them. And honestly, um, this shit will probably get thrown out of court. <laughs> like, bro, you serious? Like, no, this, this shit is never going to see the day in court, but they're trying to get them to take that review down though. But also I will say this, cause hear me out here for a second. Sometimes it just ain't worth it, man. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it really just ain't worth it like you gonna throw all this shit for like a bad review you know what i'm saying just because you want to leave up a bad review i get it but do you really want to go through all this hassle for something that you can just exactly. take down? just take the shit down you move out do whatever yeah. like now you giving a bad review on a job that they actually did in your shit then like keep it 10 toes down stand on your shit and you know i get it but like you haven't got any service it it, it, it just it's to me, it's one of those things where it's all like when people come in, like I deal with commercial shops and they be haggling me about price, bro. If they got it that much cheaper there, then just go buy it from them, nigga. Why are you on the phone arguing with me? Exactly. <laughs> like, like I can't give it to you for that price. So why are you arguing with me? Same thing. I'm like here, right? So they sucked. They were terrible. Okay. Got it. Now they threatening to sue you. You really ain't got the money to go toe to toe with them. Take that shit down. Take that shit down. You know what I'm saying? And then that's the way I feel. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, if they take the review down, like, like now they, like they even furthermore caught up in this shit because they done did like a fucking interview on like, you know what I'm saying? Fox or whatever and shit. Like they only did some shit with like a news yeah. station. Like now this shit is sticking. Like you just took down a review by the time we get to court. Look, we took it down. Da, 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 da. Judge dismisses it. Look, man, I'm not giving you $112,000. Y'all are crazy. Like you can't prove that like you missed out on $112,000 because of this review. You're not, I'm throwing this shit away. But the motherfucker, y'all done did this fucking TV thing? I don't think it's worth it, man. At the end of the day, I don't. Yeah. Not, especially if you consider the thing that, like, they didn't do anything yet. Like, it's just somebody that, like, he had come look at it the roof. The landlord had him come look at the roof. Fuck that shit. Right. I got better things to do with my time than be worried about a motherfucker suing me having to go to court for a day. Yeah, exactly. No, nah, yeah. fuck, fuck all that. Okay. <laughs> all right, y'all. That's it, y'all. That's all. That's all the food we got for y'all today, man. 
two man team man over here. Show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, uh, running sixty six percent capacity. You know what I'm saying? But we got to show in. You know, is that we miss you, Ash? You know what I'm saying? We do. We do. You, you know what I'm saying? We always. We always need that female motherly perspective. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ash is like the auntie, too. Hold on, let's drop one fast. Yeah. She's struggling, y'all. She's dealing with some shit. <laughs> y'all, put your lighters in the air. One time for Ash. <laughs> put your lighters in the air if you ain't got that vid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. She's about to clap the next time. She get on here. <laughs> if you ain't got that COVID 19, put your lighters in the air. She's about to clap. If you ain't sick throwing up, drinking Kool Aid that you can't taste, put your lighters in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Since about to clap that nigga, y'all, y'all just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to sis, man. Hopefully she gets better. It's it's, it's it really sucks that, that she got sick because um she actually got sick on the trip and it was an amazing trip up until that point. And then like from that moment till now, it has just been a shitty ass <laughs> a shitty mm-hmm. ass week, a shitty ass last couple of days for sis here, man. So yeah, I pray for her. Uh but that's it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We, that's it. That's all that we have for you. So if you made it this far, we appreciate you for kicking it with us this week. Make sure you click that follow button on Apple Podcasts and visit us at www.stopthefoolishnesspodcast.com to submit all those helpful listener letters. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and sign off. It's your boy, Imperator Rose. And it's your girl, Ash. <laughs> and it's that dude called Theory. <laughs> we out. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.